the, the selections you, you have were designed to serve as a partial, incomplete introduction to the theme of the halachic and historical significance of Medina Sisrael, uh, according to the Rav. The Rav highlighted the fact that the Ramban, Ramban has it in, in Sefer Mitzvahs, over the course of uh, his commentary on, on, on the Rambam's listing of the Tariag Mitzvahs, so the Ramban at times dissents and thinks that what the Rambam counted as a mitzvah isn't a mitzvah, what the Rambam counted as two mitzvahs should really be compressed into one mitzvah. And then he, at the end, corresponding to as many mitzvahs essays he omitted, so the Ram, as, as the Ramban omitted from the Rambam's count, so then the Ramban has his own mitzvah's essay to compensate and, and bring it back to 248. And similarly with the mitzvah's last essay. So famously, in the mitzvah's essay, Shashachach HaRav Limnas, that the Ramban has the following. The mitzvah revias of, of, of that, of those mitzvahs that in, in the Ramban's opinion, the Rambam, Wrongly omitted, so the Torah has two verbs in this mitzvah. The Torah speaks of Vahurashtam Esaretz, and then additionally, Vishavtemba. What do those two represent? So as the Ramban continues, he, he makes clear what these two elements or these two parts of the, of the mitzvah are. Nitztavinu anachnu lavalboaretz v'lichbo shamedinos u'lahoshiv bo shvateinu. So the man says that the two elements of the mitzvah are kibush and yishuv. Vahavashtam Esa'aret denotes Kibush, and Vyashavtam by Yishuv. Yishuv, Eretisro, means to settle the land, to live there, to establish a viable and, and hopefully a thriving economy. But what is Vahavashtam, what does Kibush mean? It means that the, the Rav says clearly in, in the Ramban, he's basically just pointing his finger to the Ramban. It's not. Not as the Rav said in other contexts that, that his father taught him to read between the lines. Here he's just reading the, reading the lines for us and, and uh, maybe taking out a highlighter that that Vahavashtem, Kibush, means to establish Jewish sovereignty. Now, now just to sort of place this in broader halachic context in terms of discussion about the uh, mitzvah's Yishev Eretz Yisrael, there is a very, very well-known uh, tshuva of the Avnei Nezer, where the Avnei Nezer talks about, again, Avnei Nezer, of course, living before HaKarnas HaMedina, 
before the unimaginable was happened. Uh, so the Avdei speaks of, of whether or not there is a chiv b'zman hazeh, whether or not there is a mitzvah b'zman hazeh. And, and he, he doesn't speak in these terms. As a matter of fact, Ashoel then asks him about this, and, and he sort of, I don't know, without, without referencing the Ramban, he, he sort of dismisses it. He doesn't think, uh, he doesn't think in, in, in those terms. So that's why the, the Rav, if you had a chance to see in, in, in the excerpt from that Rasha, so he refers to it as, as a Chiddush of, of Mizrahi. Again, a Chiddush in the sense that just underscoring that mitzvah sisha Yisrael means to establish Jewish sovereignty. Maybe just to, to read one or two excerpts. Kiyuma shel medinat Yisrael v'ha'uvda she'yehudim v'lo anglim kovim et Ki Yehudim v'lo Aravim hinam ha-ba'alim ha-medini'im ba'aretz v'kayemet memshala yehudit mishtara v'tzava harei ze kiyuma ha-gadol v'yotar shal mitzvah yishev eretz Yisrael. The existence of Medini Yisrael, the fact that Jews and not the English control Aliyah, that the, the Jews and not the Arabs are the Political have political ownership, and that there's a Jewish government, police, and army. This is the biggest kiyum of mitzvah yishev Yisrael. Al neshkach, we shouldn't forget ki mitzvah zo of yishev eretz Yisrael novaat migzer sakosu vahorashem esoaretz v'yeshavtem ba. Vihi hi Yerusha v'yeshiva. Yerusha perusha kibush, conquest, shelton mamlachti, sovereignty. Yeshiva mashma'a shikum kalkali, establishing a functioning and, and, and hopefully thriving economy. By, by, by way of offering halachic perspective, not, not political commentary. You know, a, a government that, that depends upon non-Jewish votes for its parliamentary majority is the antithesis of religious Zionism. The, the halachic essence of Zionism is establishing Jewish sovereignty over Eretz Yisrael, the, the Horashtim. So that's one perspective on the significance of Hakamas Medina, it's the first half of of, of mitzvahs Yishevaret Yisrael establishing the sovereignty. In in a, in a different Russia, so, so the Rav comments that Ein Anu Garsim. Religious Zionists, so we don't, we don't, our, our mantra, our credo or slogan, Einonu Garsim Tzionot plus Dat, O Tzionot Datet, 
It's not that we believe in that umedina, that we, we have two, two values, religion and state. It's not that we, our loyalty is to Zionism and religion, or even religious Zionism. There's only one word which encapsulates our belief, our value system, our loyalties, Torah. In fact, of course, Eretz Yisrael is sacred and, and so precious, but not as Rachman Ratzlan, some independent, autonomous value, but because and only because of Neshaha Torah Kitsha Uta. And, and, and that's why the Rav conceptualized, he has a halachic framework for his, his support for, for Medina Yisrael. You know, it's important whenever, whenever you have slogans, right? We, we have here in Yeshiva Torah Madah. So Torah Madah is, is intended to reflect that there's a dual curriculum, that, uh, that, that the Yeshiva operates in tandem with, with, with a college as well. It, it shouldn't be misunderstood to mean that there are two values, that there are two foci of, of, of loyalties. No, when one speaks of values, when one speaks of uh, loyalties, so there's Torah. To the extent and to the degree that, that Torah values Chachma, so then Chachma does have value, but not, not in a sense that it has its own intrinsic autonomous value. The Rav also spoke of the historical significance of Hakama Samadina, the fact that, uh, that since 1948 we have a Medina. Knesset Israel lived stateless for almost two millennia. We certainly suffered terribly at times. Jewish history is, is punctuated with instances of Kiddush Hashem throughout the millennia. But all that notwithstanding, we continued to live and retained our identity as the Am HaTorah. As, as per Rav Sadigon's famous formulation. But the first half of the 20th century witnessed two defining and unprecedented developments. Anti-Semitism, as the Rambam highlights, has been a constant in our historical experience since Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, beginning with Vayolva Amalek, Vayolachim Misrael B'fidim. But that notwithstanding, that the constancy of constancy and, and uh, consistency of anti-Semitism notwithstanding, in the 20th century, it rose to unprecedented devilish heights, as we know, in the Holocaust. Maybe the, maybe that had, maybe, not maybe, in fact, that, that had always been the goal, but it was never, in terms of accomplishment, it never ever rose to such 
horrific, satanic levels. That was one unprecedented development in the 20th century, the first half of the 20th century. The other one, the assimilation, no, assimilation didn't begin in the 20th century. Modern assimilation sort of begins with the, with the Haskalah, with the Enlightenment. But again, its origins and its roots, notwithstanding, in the first half of the 20th century, obviously that trajectory has continued off Monolitzland since then, assimilation reached terrifying levels. Right? The rate of intermarriage already then, and now even more so, is Hashem Yerachim is, is simply staggering. The Rav thought that Providence had ordained that given these twin developments, the, the modus vivendi, and not just modus vivendi, but the mode of survival for Knesset Yisrael required, and that's why HaKadosh Baruch Hu at this point gave us a, a Medina. That whereas previously, again, we had been buffeted by all the, the, the forces of anti-Semitism, but nothing, nothing remotely approaching the, the magnitude of the Holocaust that had ever, had ever happened. Nothing remotely uh, approaching that had ever happened. There was assimilation, nothing remotely approaching what was happening and Rahman is still happening in, in, in the diaspora. Medina Israel stands as, as a haven. Again, all the attacks, as, as, as we're very, very painfully aware, notwithstanding, but Medina Israel is the one place where, where, where Jews can engage successfully in, in, in self-defense is one place where, where Jewish identity is accentuated and where Torah flourishes and again problems of assimilation in Medina Israel notwithstanding there's no comparison to, to, to what happens in, in Chutzlaret again a couple of selections again we're reading the selections in, in Hebrew translation the drushes were originally given and published in, uh, in, in Yiddish, but the, the Hebrew captures a little bit of the, a little bit of the, the taste. Those who were saved from the Holocaust, the yeshivas, the Chachme Yisrael, Im Yosef shall Tafresh Samach Beis. That's the way that the Rebbe is referring to him to Mizrahi because of what, what the ideas he developed earlier in the Drasha. Im Hamizrahi lo haya kovesh et hadarach laeretz Yisrael, v'lo haya ma'afsher l'shtol mechadash et eitzach hayem sholita va'artzot acherot be'eretz hakdosha. If Eretz Yisrael wasn't there to to, to receive them. So where would the renaissance of Torah have happened? Again, as much Torah as, as there is in, uh, in, in Chutzlaret, unquestionably and unmistakably, the, the center of Torah is, is certainly in Eretz Yisrael. 
skipping a few lines, but, but continuing in the same section, we shouldn't uh, deceive ourselves, we shouldn't fool ourselves. We can't hold out much hope for the diaspora. Assimilation gets stronger daily, from day to day. The, the number of intermarriages increases constantly. Even in, in circles, even in circles which we would have expected to be inoculated against that plague of intermarriage, and again, this is, I don't know, this is in the 50s? This is the, the rabbi speaking uh, 70 years ago. Well, one of the remarkable things about the, these drushas, often drushas, because they, they relate to uh, the metzias of that day, um, part of drushas become dated or even outdated. It, it, it's remarkable in, in, in the Rav's drushas how they resonate, uh, how they resonate today. There's a little bit of, 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 of Torah, Bagola, but now listen to this, I'm skipping one line. But It's impossible to foresee what's going to happen in future generations. We're in a small boat which is moving in a raging ocean. Even, yes, the Medina is secular, even in Eretz Yisrael, which is not yet religious, where the state is secular, but the future of Torah is much more secure even in a secular Medina than it is in, in, in Chutzlaretz. We, we can fill in with, with the benefit of, uh, of, of, of what, what we see going on, some of what the, the Rav was... Anticipating with who can foresee what, what's going to happen in in the Gola in in, in future years? Another another selection. Hitler, the years of the Hitler Holocaust, the establishment. Of the state, and the accomplishments of Mizrahi Shechnuni persuaded me, again, that referencing the unprecedented development in terms of the historical reality of the 20th century. The, the Rav speaks consistently of Medina Yisrael in halachic and historical terms, but, but not in messianic terms. Uh, of course, 
And we certainly pray and hope that Medina Yisrael, in fact, will turn out to be Reishas Tzmichas Gulaseinu. But we don't know that for a fact. And support for the Medina doesn't rely upon messianic aspirations. The, the Rav, in one place, does, does use the term Aschal to the Gula. A couple of years ago, um, both in, in Yiddish and then in, in both in Yiddish and in English translation, the drasha that the Rav gave a couple of months, in 1948, a couple of months after that Karmas Medina was, uh, was published. So in, in that drasha, he does use the term Aschal to the Gula. But, but if you look in context... So it's quite clear that, that the way he's using it is not the way it's invoked commonly and popularly today, but, but he's using it to, to say that the accomplishment of the Hakamasa Medina is only partial, because we have a Medina, and now we have to make it Torahic, and now we have to take advantage of the Medina to build Torah in Eretz Yisrael. So it's not, he, he uses the term, but, but not, with, not in its messianic Context, not, not with those overtones. And finally, the, the, the last perspective and the last Baramokam I wanted to share about the further, another insight into the timing of, of Hakama Samadina. So this is a paragraph in in Koldodi Dofek. The drasha of Koldodi Dofek was delivered in 1956. A few years ago, eight years ago, a few years ago, just a few years ago, in the midst of the nightmarish night, full of the screams, full of the atrocities of Maidanek, Treblinka, and Buchenwald, in the night of gas chambers and crematoria, Bilal shall hester upon him muchlat, in the night of, of complete hester upon him, until that point. Bilal shall turn Satan, in, in a night when, when the Satan seemingly ruled, Asher Ratzal Ischobet HaRa'ayami Beitan LeKnesiyah Nozrit, who wanted to drag Israel to the to the church. 
והתחיל לדפוק בפתח אהלה שהלוויה הסחופה הדבויה. Using the imagery from Shir Hashirim, so that the dode appeared and began knocking on the, the, the door to the tent of his beloved, Knesset Yisrael, שהתהפכה על משכבה מתוך פרפורים וייסורי גהנם. Who was turning on, its, on, on her bed amidst the Yisurim of Gehenim. עקב ההקאות והדפיקות בפתח הראייה, עטופת אבל נולדה מדינת ישראל. The world comments on the, the juxtaposition of הקומץ המדינה with the, the years of the Holocaust. He, he doesn't, he just sort of presents that sharp contrast at, at a time when the hest upon him seemed to be complete. When, when the night was darkest, it was dafka then that HaKadosh Baruch Hu appeared and, the, and allowed for orchestrated the miraculous establishment of Medina Sisrael. Kimidume, though, what he has in mind here is, is something that he articulates at, at somewhat greater length and more explicitly on the very first page of, of his essay, Halachic Mind. The, the Rav says that from time immemorial, so it, it's dafka when... It's, it's not limited to, to the Jewish historical experience. It's dafka when, when man is shattered, when, when he falls to the, to the lowest depths, that then HaKadosh Baruch Hu appears to him. And the Rav says, you see that pattern, Adam HaRishon, after the Chait, so Adam HaRishon, the, 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 the madrega that he was on before the Chait, and then the, the nefila, the fall that he had through the Chait, and then what happens is Vayikra Hashem Elokim. He receives a nevuah. Hakadosh Baruch Hu calls out to other Marishim. Okay, so Enochanami. He's he's going to be uh, apprised of, of of his ownish, but but it's 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 extraordinary that, that at the moment of of nefila, so that's when he's he's zochet to this this, this gilu shchina. Moshe Rabbeinu's greatest. The greatest Hizgalus to Moshe Rabbeinu, where Moshe Rabbeinu asks, and happened, punked, after the Chet Ha'egel. If, if you look, based on, on, on this scheme of the Rav, you see something remarkable in, in, in Sefer Shmos also. So, in the beginning of Pashas Va'eva, Va'yuma Elav Ani Hashem, so what that means, the contrast between that the Ovos had a vision of Kel Shakai, but, but they didn't have what you, Moshe Rabbeinu, are now receiving, Ani Hashem, a, a nevuah from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, from Yudke Vovke, according to the Rambam, the Ramban, what, what this expresses is that Moshe Rabbeinu's uniqueness as a Navi begins here in the beginning of Pashas Va'era. The Vayome Elevani Hashem is that only Moshe Rabbeinu, according to the Rambam, receives Nevuah directly from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, all of the Nevi'im from, from Malochim. All of the Nevi'im have a Re'iyas Chazon, that they see something. Moshe Rabbeinu, the, the communication is, is, is direct, is, is pure, without, 
without the, the moshal of, uh, of, of a vision. So Moshe Rabbeinu here in Parshish Va'era becomes sui generis. He becomes one of a kind, the unique Navi, Lokam Navi B'Yisrael Kemosha becomes the unique Navi. What's the context? What happened at the end of Parsha Shmos? Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu sinned at the end of Parsha Shmos, right? Moshe Rabbeinu challenged HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Me'oz Bosi Al-Par L'Dabar V'Shmacha, Heirel Om HaZav, V'Hatzal O'Itzalta Samecha. And it's Dafka in the aftermath of that, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu chastises him for that, and says, Ato Sira, Asher Eser L'Faro, Kibiyot Chazoka Yishalchem, you'll see Asher Eser L'Faro, but you won't see Asher Eser L'Malche Kanan, but it's dark in the, in the aftermath of, of that, when, when a person is broken, whether it's an individual or, or, or collectively, so that's when we seek HaKadosh Baruch Hu the most. And that's what accounts for this pattern, that, that it's dafka again, when, in, in, when we fall to the depths, that, that, that's when HaKadosh Baruch Hu reveals himself. That's what Adam Arishan experienced, and, and that's what Moshe Rabbeinu twice experienced as well. And that's what the, this paragraph is, is highlighting, the, the, the juxtaposition between the, the gas chambers and, and the crematoria of the concentration camps. And the Hakamas HaMedina is exactly that same pattern, and that's what, what played itself out in the in in, in the Hakamas Medina. Thank you.